Today you've joined hundreds of established and emerging writers who are discovering ways to reach their writing goals and have fun by being more curious, creative, and productive. You're listening to Ann Croker, Writing Coach. This is episode 172, Four Simple Ways to Put Your Own Writing First. As you know from my interview with Sean Smucker, he's a novelist with ambitious goals. He's on track to write 10 books in 10 years. He's written three of his own books, two novels and a memoir. His fourth will be released in 2019. To make a living, he works as a co-writer and ghostwriter. Several years ago, he was hit with the realization that he could live his whole life writing books for others and never write his own. With that, he made the switch to writing his own things first every day. It might just be for an hour, but if he commits to writing his own projects first, he knows it's going to happen. Sean's wake-up call can serve as our own, calling for us to prioritize our own writing. If we don't, other things will swallow up our time and energy and we'll have nothing left. But when we do prioritize our writing, when we put our own work first, we start to achieve our writing goals and build our body of work. We can bring our best, most creative selves to our own projects by prioritizing in four different ways. The first is to write your own things first every day. Sean prioritizes his own writing by literally doing it first, waking up early to commit a few minutes or a few hours to his work in progress. His secret is to follow a routine, and his routine is to get up early. But instead of diving directly into the work for hire, he sits down and writes for that hour or so on his personal projects. We can do the same. We can set up a routine, get up early, write for 20 minutes or an hour or longer on our own projects before proceeding with the rest of the day, and that ensures that our work progresses. We'll be in good company with this commitment to rising early to get to the work. In an interview for the Paris Review in 1958, Ernest Hemingway said, When I am working on a book or a story, I write every morning as soon after first light as possible. There is no one to disturb you, and it is cool or cold, and you come to your work and warm as you write. The Telegraph reported that several famous authors rose early to write, including W.H. Auden, Beethoven, and Victor Hugo. They all liked to wake at 6 a.m., Kurt Vonnegut and Maya Angelou rose even earlier. Murakami, Voltaire, and John Milton all set their alarms at 4 a.m. So did Barbara Kingsolver. She rose early, too early, she says. Four o'clock is standard. My morning begins with trying not to get up before the sun rises. But when I do, it's because my head is too full of words, and I just need to get to my desk and start dumping them into a file. I always wake with sentences pouring into my head, so getting to my desk every day feels like a long emergency. One way to prioritize your writing, then, is to give it the first hours of every day, rising early to do so. Get up, get to your desk, and start dumping those words out of your head. If it feels like an emergency, maybe that's because it is. The second way to put your own writing first is to carve out time to binge write. Maybe early mornings and routines don't work for you, at least not right now while you're dealing with a broken arm or while you're serving as a caregiver for aging parents. 
When every day seems disrupted by the next demand or emergency, routines may seem unattainable, and you may need more sleep to get through the day. Try a different way to prioritize your work by carving out a chunk of time to binge write. Beck Evans, co-founder of Prolifico, the world's digital coach, concedes that binge writing overall is less productive, leads to fewer ideas, more procrastination, and even depression, but they surveyed writers on how they go about their work, and 36% of writers said they wrote nothing for weeks, then had an intense period of writing. That's the reality of their lives. Binging is the only way they find time to write, feel productive, and make progress on their projects. Beck quoted author and binge writer Cheryl Strayed talking about male authors having background support as they developed routines to write. She said, You would look deeper and see that this man would be in his office and his wife would be bringing him lunch, and then he'd have lunch, and I would be, This is just not my life. No one is catering my life. I mean, I was bringing lunch to other people. I was a waitress. Strayed learned to accept her binge writing and encourages others to do the same. Her advice is that with writing, as with everything in life, you have to do it in a way that works for you. Earlier this year, I scheduled a personal writing retreat. Two big projects were staring me down, work that I wanted to get done, but I struggled to focus and to fully engage with it creatively. The retreat ensured I would have that time, if I used it wisely. Every morning, I took a long walk. Then I came back and I immersed myself in the project, writing for hours with no interruptions or distractions. Finding and committing a chunk of time was a way to put my own writing first. I prioritized my work by devoting an entire week to it, actually scheduling a word binge. I got the work done. This can be done on a smaller scale with blocks of time in an afternoon at a library or a morning in a cafe. However long it is, I encourage you to carve out time to binge write. The third way you can put your own writing first is to fill unexpectedly found time with your writing. From time to time, slivers of time open up in my day. Sometimes it's a chunk of time. When that white space appears on my calendar, uh, sometimes I'm tempted to clean or mess around on social media. Why not demonstrate our determination to put our own writing first by filling that time with our words? As soon as an appointment is canceled, your plane is delayed, or a meeting lets out early, pull out your calendar and block off the newly found hour or afternoon. In that block, label it with a task you'll tackle that puts your writing first. Finish a chapter or find a quote, meet a goal, even if it's small. Preserving and labeling that chunk of time with the intended goal written in a big black ink or typed into the square of a digital calendar can keep you from frittering it away. The fourth way you can put your own writing first is to devote your energy to your work. You've probably noticed that you're more creative and productive at particular times of day. As much as possible, devote at least some of that creative, productive energy to your own writing. Maybe you could check email at a slower time when you're kind of dragging so you can give your best hours to your most creative work. Now this gets more complicated when your energy is limited. You may face a chronic illness or a disability or injury that creates challenges for your writing. To put your own writing first may mean finding the few minutes or hours in a day when you have physical or mental energy to focus and then resolving to write during that narrow window of time. Or you may want to find some creative ways to work within your restrictions 
If sitting for hours at a keyboard isn't possible, for example, maybe you could find an app that allows you to use voice-to-text technology. Or you could record your drafts and send them to a program for transcription. And that way, you work around some of your limitations and direct your energy and your mental energy into speaking your work into life. Laura Hillenbrand wrote her books, Seabiscuit and Unbroken, while besieged by chronic fatigue syndrome. Since 1987, she's endured vertigo and exhaustion, so severe that for many years she was incapacitated and housebound. She contacted a magazine editor to see if she could write something for them. They assigned her an article and gave no specific deadline. Hillenbrand did phone interviews from bed and then explained, because looking at the page made the room shimmy crazily around me, I could write only a paragraph or two a day. It took me six weeks to write 1,500 words. And yet, believe it or not, for as sick as she had been, this was progress. Later, she dove into her research for Seabiscuit, She writes, if I looked down at my work, the room spun, so I perched my laptop on a stack of books in my office, and her boyfriend at the time jury-rigged a device that held documents vertically. When I was too tired to sit at my desk, I set the laptop on my bed. When I was too dizzy to read, I lay down and wrote with my eyes closed. Living in my subject's bodies, I forgot about my own. So even with limits, we can put our own writing first. With creativity and intention, we can prioritize our work and make progress. You may recall a story I told of Andre Debuse III. I'd heard about it on another podcast. He wanted to write a novel, but his kids were young, and they had a tiny apartment. He had two jobs, his teaching as an adjunct professor, followed by carpentry work. When would he have time to write? Well, he woke at 5 a.m., drove to a graveyard not far from his house, parked there, and wrote longhand in a notebook. After about 17 minutes, he had to go to work for the day. First one job, and then another. And then on the way home, he'd stop at that same graveyard and write for another 17 minutes. After three years of daily writing sessions that added up 34 minutes a day, he filled 22 notebooks. And those notebooks contained the beginning, middle, and end of The House of Sand and Fog, the novel that made him known. So, he said, at the height of our young, struggling family life, I was able to write an entire novel. Anyone can do it. You don't need all day. Exactly. You don't need all day. You just need to figure out ways to put your own writing first. One way or another, through routines or binge writing, in slivers or blocks of time, with however much or little energy you have, Put your own writing first. Put something on the calendar right now. Set that time apart for your work, your words, your story, your project. I'm Ann Croker cheering you on as a writing coach in your ear. Everywhere we may meet, at my website, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, in your inbox, here on this podcast, over at Patreon, or even in person, I'm always looking for ideas to share with you that will help you achieve your writing goals and have fun by being more curious, creative, and productive. Thank you for listening.